So this is our podcast number five, and this week I was the connector. So I had to make three to five connections. Um, So I made three. My first one was, quote, worries and doubts began spilling forth that I didn't even know had been lodged deep inside of my mind, end quote. So I made this connect. I made a connection to this quote because when I'd go to therapy, I would at first be hesitant to speak on my issues, but after going for a while, I started to really open up like Sandra. And like Sandra, I discovered a lot of things that I have I had stored away. Now, Sandra and I went to therapy for two completely different things, but it still worked in a similar way. My next connection was, quote, and a protective older brother, he was a good listener, end quote. I connected to this quote because when I struggle, I often find my older brother to be a person I can rely on. He makes me feel safe and protected and heard. Um, so when she was talking about her, her brother supported her, I felt a strong connection to this and was able to relate it back to my life. And my last connection was standing before her and the president, I felt a jolt of pride. I connected to this quote because even though I have not met President Obama or his first lady, I feel like I would feel the same way if I had met them. I also, when I have met famous people, I feel proud to have been able to meet them, and I also get the same way she was. She was nervous and excited, so I related to how she felt when meeting them because I have met famous people that I am proud to have met. So those are my three connections, and um, what do you guys agree with them, disagree with them, or do you guys feel any connections to the quotes that I chose? So, um, the second connection you made about, like, going to your, like, brother for, like, advice or you feel comfortable, I am the same way. I feel like going to my brother really uh, is a good way to get things off my chest. So, I definitely resonate with that connection. Okay, well, if Maddie has nothing left to add, or then it's, I'm done. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, I didn't really have um, anything to really say, because my brain wasn't really up. didn't really think of anything. But, um, so for this week, my role was the rhetorical analysis. So a list of assumptions that the author would seem to be making so the first one I have is Sandra assumed her school would be diverse with people from different ethnic backgrounds. Instead, she realized that there was a big racial divide and caused quite an impact on her social life. Um, a second assumption that she made is that she assumed that she wouldn't be liked or that she wouldn't like seem attractive to boys because she's black. This took a toll on her self-image for she said boys went for girls who were the complete opposite of her white and skinny or her body type wasn't like those girls. And then um, a place where the author appealed to pathos was this quote where it says, one day I called my mother sobbing. She asked me what was wrong and I had no answer for her. This appeals to pathos for Sandra is expressing her emotions. Therefore, it provokes sympathy in the reader or overall an emotional reaction from the reader. And then a place where the author appeals to logos is... um, a quote that says, my senior year of high school, 17-year-old Trayvon Martin was shot dead in Florida. This is a real-life experience, so this is evidence evident to Logos Appeal. 
And then last, where the author appeals to ethos is a quote that says, it was the first time I had seen my father. I had left for college amid my breakdown. I was so nervous. But when our eyes met, I knew everything was going to be fine. Uh, in this quote, the author uses this to appeal to Logos for it represents her morals, yet she didn't hold it against anyone for what happened to her dad. So the questions I have for you guys is, do you guys agree with the assumptions that I um, analyzed that Sandra made in the book, talking about how her thought, how she thought her school would be diverse and how she also thought guys wouldn't find her attractive? I definitely agree with all the assumptions that you found in the book. And I felt like this chapter um, had quite a few assumptions because she did feel that like not a lot of people were going to like her because of the way she looked or her ethnic background. So I think you did a really good job finding those assumptions. I agree with Hannah and I felt like um, each one, each one, like um, each con oh, not connection, each assumption that you chose, they were, um, those are really good ones. And I feel like you did a good job of explaining them afterwards. And then just one last few questions I have is how trustworthy do you think the author um, is despite like her biases once in a while that occurs in the book? Um, I think the author is very trustworthy. And yet again, as we said in previous podcasts, I feel like her biases um, make her even more credible because it shows her true story in the way that she actually thinks and she does a really good job explaining why she has these biases and I think it just adds more to her story and the more that she adds to her story the more credible she is. I also agree with Hannah and I feel like you can really see like the biases like why she has these biases or like and you can see it through the development she has throughout the book because we, we hear about her experience as a young girl moving to America and then up to now and she's in college so I definitely um yeah. Well, other than that, that is all I have for rhetorical analysis this week. So you can go ahead and Okay, thank you, Maddie. And this week I was structure analysis. And um, so for what I wrote for the first question about what does each paragraph fulfill? So I basically broke down each chapter to talk about that. So the chapters that we wrote this week were chapters 27 to 32. And I said that they were all very emotional and were informing the reader about the struggles that she faced. In chapter 27, we, uh, we see that each paragraph's purpose is to talk about her transition to college and the discrimination she faced. She felt a distance between her and her peers because of her difference in her skin and her different hair. And in chapter 28, each paragraph was meant to discuss the nightmares that she was facing and how she had started to talk with a therapist to cope with the trauma she was facing. In chapter 29, we see that uh, we see that uh, she talks about the disconnect she has in school and with life and how she meets a guy who she and en who ended up helping her kind of talk about the things going on in her life. Uh, and also she has a disconnect with her family. And then in chapter 30, she talks about her experience at the White House and meeting President Obama and the First Lady. And she also was, and how she was able to talk about her activism and spread more news about it. In chapter 31, the paragraphs were to talk about reconnecting with her mom and family, as well as talking about her sister's wedding. And finally, the last paragraph was meant to talk about her closure and picking her, uh, herself up from the tough times she had. We can see that throughout the book, she's going in order of events. So that's a chronological order. And I, each chapter and each paragraph discusses conflicts and memories that she's had ever since she was young. Excuse me. <clears throat> and the question where the introduction ends uh, and where the thesis slash main point is stated, 
I said that the introduction of the book ended in chapter two, page 27. I felt that this was where she introduced her family and her home to us. I also felt that each chapter was discussing a memory or a specific time in her life. So each chapter began with an introduction that would rear in the conflict she was to discuss in that chapter. And uh, for this week, we started with chapter 27. So her introduction for that chapter, I felt ended on the third page, page 223, um, because she discussed meeting her family, like meeting her grandparents for the first time preparing for her sister's wedding and the intro uh, ended when she began to talk about college finally for the last question where we have or i had to evaluate the effectiveness of the structure i said that i believe that the structure was easy to follow and read i did not struggle with the book or understanding what was going on she used a chronological order to talk about her life which definitely made it easy to follow because you could see the development sh that she has and this definitely supported the thesis of her talking about her struggles and seeing how she developed throughout her life and throughout the book. And I think she chose the structures so that we would see that development. Um, do you guys disagree or agree? And do you think that thesis can uh, correct? I agree with your findings, Annabeth, and how like you analyze the structure of it because it is a biography, basically, and her structure of using unchronological order was definitely helpful for the reader to follow easier for like you get to you feel like you're experiencing her growing up um in america and um i just overall agree with all the findings that you made about the structure of the book i as well also agree with everything that you found and i really like how you went through and analyzed what each chapter meant and i also agree with basically everything you said about the thesis i agree with everything that you said about the paragraphs and lastly i agree with what you said about the actual analysis of the book i do think that she follows a chronological order and i think this helps make the book easier to understand and follow and because she could have jumped back from like her present life to back then and everything but i like how she just kept it all in order and i think that that made the book really easy to follow. So I agree with everything you said. Okay, thank you. I guess um, we finished this book, guys. Um, one question that I have that wasn't a part of any worksheet or anything was, did you guys like how the book ended or do you think that there could have been a better ending? I definitely like the book ending because even though like, I feel like I'm kind of like on the fence about how we kind of saw it coming, like the, the development of Sandra's like success, but we kind of didn't see it. But we all knew that like when she started getting into being more of like that activist type and like speaking for the people and like the experiences she went through when she was at refugee camp, we definitely saw it coming that she was gonna be quite a successful person. And I'm honestly really happy with the ending because her being so successful and meeting the president and coming so far from seeing trauma, like traumatic things happen at refugee camp, she definitely deserves all the success that she gained towards the end. I definitely agree with what Maddie said. And like, like not like adding on to that, like the development. And then you could see like how she, when she met these people at the White House, and you could just see her on like her work finally paid off, you know, like she kind of got something out of everything that she went through and that she was able to do that. And like, um, cause like at this point when you're we reading, like you could see she was like becoming at her lowest, you know, she was like 
struggling with everything that happened and then we see that she was starting to pick herself up and i like that the ending was like closure seemed like she had closure you know it's not like she wrote the book in the middle of like her trauma like in the middle of she didn't end it on the traumatic events like of her um disconnect so i felt like that was a really good ending I agree with everything that you guys both said, but I'm not going to lie. The ending kind of surprised me. Like I felt like I was reading and I felt like there should have been like 20 more pages or something like that. I was reading and as I was reading, there was like two pages left and it was really shocking to me that I felt like the book ended at a good place, but I also feel like she could have added more of like what she's doing today, if that makes sense. Like bring the book up to her present life like her every day I don't know but I just think that it was shocking and kind of not out of nowhere but out of nowhere I don't know if that makes sense but I really liked the book and I liked how it ended and I agreed with everything you guys said